RSM family. You already know who it is. And you know what? The last episode I had to go dark ghost on y'all only to emerge as a beautiful queen you see before you today. Yes, if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know I look fabulous, okay? I look like I'm supposed to look, okay? The queen is giving it, it is my birthday. And you know what that means? It's an all-female episode. Are you guys ready? Because I have some very special guests with me. And there's no telling what we are going to talk about, but it's going to be funny, it's going to be in-depth, it's just going to be, it's going to give what it's supposed to give, okay? Um, I got my drink, so y'all never know what I'm going to say now. You know, usually it's the guys with the red cups. Oh no, tonight it's me with the red cup, yes! And so I have some fabulous guests. First guest I'm going to bring on, she's a wonderful person, Naja, come into the room, girl. What is going on, y'all? Hey! Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are, what you do. Well, my name is Naja. I have my own wrestling podcast as well. It's called The Big Podcast. But Big Podcast with Naja Renee. It's on Patreon. Pretty much, you know, I, I spend every day watching wrestling, you know, aside from work. But I watch wrestling, do podcasts. I write articles here and there, anything wrestling-related, mainly WWE, because I'm still mm. getting familiar with, like, the independent scene, but that's basically what I do. I love it. I love it. Okay, keep that same energy. Another fabulous woman that is joining me tonight, Mika, girl, come into the room. Hi. Yes, I'm beautiful. <laughs> yes. yes, go ahead and introduce... Oh, girl, see, introduce yourself to the people and let the people know what you meant, friend. That's okay, yeah, we know what you meant. Yes, so, uh, so I'm Mika. Um, I write and host for Women's Wrestling Talk currently. Um, I put out articles every Thursday. Um, that's my actual day to publish, but I publish other articles here and there. Um, you can catch me on panels, um, on doing the news. Um, I was just on Fight TV, like, yesterday. Um, and, you know, I like to call myself the indie prima donna. I am an indie girl. I love indie women's wrestling. Um, but, of course, you know, we love our mainstream as well. So, I love all things wrestling. Been a wrestling fan for a long time. And honored to be here to celebrate this day with you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And you know what? I wanted to do an episode like this. Uh, this idea came just off the top of the dome. I was like, you know what? Being the only female on this podcast, I need some, I need help, right? The guys can be, I love them to death, but they can be a bit much, right? Um, especially the mayhem prophets. Uh, <laughs> <love> you guys. <laughs> but um, they can be a bit much. So, you know, I was like, why don't we make it a queen's month? Like, it's my birthday. I want to do something special. Um, and I'm over here getting still phone calls and texts and messages. My phone's blowing up. But I just was like, I need to honor women. Like, what is it that makes us special as fans? Because you see us in the audiences. You see us in the ring. But what's our voice sound like, right? What is it that we bring to the fandom, to just the whole industry as a whole? So, ladies, I want to ask you your story. What got you into wrestling? I'm I'm more of the younger one. So uh, uh, one of my cousins, he was like a hardcore like wrestling fan. And I don't remember if it was a SmackDown or a Raw. And I was just, it was, I was just hooked then and there. Like off the bat, I remember it was like early 2004 and I first saw Eddie Guerrero like in a match. I was like, yes, I'm hooked. This is this is what I'm going to be into. I'm going to be really into it. I'm going to be in this profession, not as a wrestler, but I want to be in this profession. I want to just be in the wrestling world. And I've just been hooked whew, over a decade now. And I have so many favorites like Eddie and Cena and Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Just, I love it. I've been obsessed. I'll watch it religiously every week. 
no matter what, I'll be at work and I feel like, okay, I'm the SmackDown, so let me watch it. Or Raw, so let me watch it. I love that's, it. That's my story. I love it. What about you, Mika? Um, I'm probably going to age myself a little bit here, but um, WCW Nitro is what Woo! got me into wrestling. Yes. Specifically, the filthy animal. Um, seeing oh, Ray and Conan and Tigress as a faction in that time where we were fighting as Black people to have prominence on rosters, people of color to be seen. And they were so dominant, so good, so entertaining. Of course, Ray still wrestling to this day, still yeah. giving us 90s in WWD 2K. You, you on the cover. On you the know, cover. We yeah. didn't. We didn't know it then, but um, they really, Nitro is what got me into wrestling. Um, Then it was ECW. I was a big ECW fan. Um, Always was a WWF at that time fan because it was on. You know, you had to respect Mm -hmm. who was there. But I always was low-key a little more partial to to WCW and ECW until I couldn't be, Um, of course. And then we merged, and now here we are. But... um, some of my favorites of all time. Wow. Um, Mick Foley is actually my number one. Um, I adore that man in and out of the ring. He's done so much. He's such a kind soul. His heart is good. Um, and I love that. Kevin Nash is, I don't know what it is about Kevin really? Nash. Exactly I just cool? adore him. Cannot wait to WrestleMania. Got my tickets for WrestleCon. We'll be meeting him. Uh-huh. Whatever it costs. I don't care. Um, and the other is none other than Jeffrey Nero. Um, the Hardy Boys Ooh. were my life in middle school. Um, I used to jump off my bed and backflip and, and son, senton and mm. I think I was part of Team Extreme, baby, and was nice. extreme to break a collarbone. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they were my life, and I loved them. So you know that was kind of what got me in there. But women, I will say, it was Tigress first. Tigress, and of course, China. Those two were like two of the biggest to me that I loved coming up. I love it. I love it. And you know, for me, I'll share with you ladies, like, I don't remember the first time I've seen wrestling. I just was always watching it with my dad, right? So after my parents split up, that was a way for me to bond with my dad. So every other weekend while I was at his house, he's watching, you know, um, at the time, WWF, Raw, and nitro and everything like that. And I'm just like, daddy, what is that? Who is that? What What is he doing? And he's just like, oh, Rose, watch. Like I was bugging him to the point where he should shut up and just watch it. So I shut up and watched it. And just, I was like, oh man, this is cool, right? And me and my stepbrothers would watch it. It was just an awesome bonding experience. So then when the parents went to work during the day, during summer, oh, that house became WrestleMania. Okay, the mattresses were on the floor, the pillows were on the floor, the patio became um, ringside outside the ring. It was mayhem in that house. Okay, and I got in a few good moves, right? Put my brothers in a couple of sleeper holes and ankle locks, you know. So I, I, I've just always been a tomboy at heart. But growing up, they were like, "Oh no, you have to, you have to be quiet. You have to dress like this." And so wrestling was an outlet for me to just be violent, just unleashed like ah you know just get it all out yep. it, and I loved it like don't I, I can't even name my favorite wrestlers like there's so many uh, Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, Jazz. I, the first time I saw Jazz I was oh I was like oh my god and she's not skinny perfect and and lingerie like all the other ones and even if she was she just looked like a badass and I was like I love her like I want to be her one day you know and Jackie (laughs) I love Jackie I was just like I want to be like her and so I just admire the sport I admire the sport and I know my cousins would ask oh you watch wrestling it's because of the guys huh they're cute and I was just like honestly no if you see them jump off a ladder and have a busted head open. They're not cute. It's not cute. Uh, it's it's violent. And that's why I watch it. Which is funny because I hate scary movies. 
Me too. Me too. <laughs> I can't. I can't sit through a scary movie, but I'll watch a little death match though. Okay. I definitely right. look. Like, bring out the thumbtacks. Bring out the nails. Are you called that? Right. We watched, watched the new picture chase from Master like two nights ago. And I was oh, screaming the whole one. time. The new one. Yeah, the one that's on Netflix. I was screaming the whole time. And that was like, now you can watch a death match and you love Mick Foley falling off of the top of a cage onto 1,700,000 thumbtacks, but you can't watch this until it's different. It's different. This, ain't, this is not the same. You have niggas popping out of nowhere like, ah, and I'm, I don't like that. Wrestling is real. You know they're going to get the ladder. You know what I mean? You know that chain is coming. You know the chair and you see it. Scary movies and mm-mm. That's why I don't like the boogeyman. Because all of a sudden he just popped out of nowhere. I'm the boogeyman and I'm gonna get you. And I'm like, see, horror I'm talking movies. About Undertaker was scary. Mm-mm. It was boogeyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boogeyman. I, I just don't. I don't. The guys you know. Boogeyman used to scare the life out of me. Nope. I don't fuck with him. I'm like, why, black man? Why? Mm-hmm. Where your teeth? Where's your teeth? Like, stand up. No. Where's your teeth? Put the worms down. Worms. Worms. The worms. <laughs> it's the worms. Like, why you gotta be worms? What? Why? Huh. And then the witch doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, even back in the day when um, what's his name? Papa 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 Shango. Mm-hmm. Papa Shango. There you go. Thank you. Um, even he didn't really scare me with the smoking skull and everything. I was like, oh, mm, sounds gimmicky. When they came out with um Boogeyman, I was like, like this. Click, click. Turn, turn it off. Yes. Turn up. Yeah. Turn it off. Nope. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. And the fact that like he it. has a legend contract, he just renewed it. I said, why? 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 Why does hmm. this man have Because let me even. Because, like, let me hear the I'm the boogeyman. Like, no. No, thank you. Turn it off. I don't want no. it. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Switch Get it off, off. the screen. Switch. No, for me. It's a transition, even with this whole Chucky thing. Is 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 it sponsored by WWE? I don't understand. I understood for Halloween, but why is this still going on? I I think it's because they're they're doing Chucky exclusively on USA, and that's where Raw is too. But I'm like, okay, it's not cute no more. We scared. Yeah, stop. it's February. Like, please stop. It's not. It's not October no more. I'm I'm scared. Stop it, please. Keep it there. Keep it. Keep it in Halloween. Keep it in the spirit store. I don't need it on my TV screen every Monday. Um, let's just go ahead and move off. Move off the subject. Um, what's my next next subject? See, this drink already hitting. Um, yes, the state of Black women's wrestling. What do y'all think of it? Do you guys think it's going great? Do you think there's been an evolution? What's your thought? You go first, friend, or you got it? You can go first. I had to get my thoughts okay. together. I saw you. I was like, <laughs> I was I like, yeah, let me get my thoughts together. Um, <laughs> so, for women overall, of course, there has been a revolution. We have shed the disgrace that was our former divas era, and we have come into our own as women, as forces to be reckoned with, and as powerhouses and money bringers. Um, I do feel as though um, as Black women, we still have a ways to go. And the reason why I say that is because although we do have Bianca, who's at the top, or we have Sasha, who's at the top, we still struggle with seeing people degrade a 10-year veteran like Naomi or disrespect um, Jay Cargill, you know, just for fun. Um, we've seen the comments that they've made against Big Swole for speaking her mind, but Io Shirai got none of the same heat for what she said um, and said the same thing. So as Black women, we still have a ways to go for the respect. Bianca should not have to say, I'm the roughest, the toughest, the strongest, the, the you know, everything to prove to you that she belongs to be here. She she goes here. She told y'all that in NXT. She still right. go here now. 
and it it shouldn't be a competition. It shouldn't be well, Bianca's at the top, so we can't really push Naomi. And Sasha Banks has to be in and out. Like if there can be a Charlotte Flair and a Becky Lynch and a Ronda Rousey, there can be everybody black too. Um, so and and to touch on Jay Cargill, the disrespect that she gets, um, is beyond me sometimes. She's young. Yes, she's green in the ring. Um, but they put that title on her for a reason. Right. She looks like a champion. If you are flipping your television and don't know who Jay Cargill is, when you see her standing there, you stop. Because that's money. That's why they put that title on her. And she's getting better and she's growing, but the attack. Why do we have to see our black women's wrestlers on dark for AEW? You know, we get one women's match a week. Two, if we're lucky on AEW, why do we have to be on dark? You know, so it's just, we still have a ways to go and we're not complaining for the strides that we've made. We're grateful. But we do deserve more. And you can give us more and it's not going to hurt you. Because when you realize that black wrestling draws, it's not just the men. The women, they draw. And we support our own. So we still got a ways to go. We'll get there, but... You know, we're doing better than we were. We're doing better than Sweet Georgia Brown days. I'll give you that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Definitely. What about you, Naja? I'm gonna add on. Even like um, Sasha and Bianca main event in WrestleMania being the first two black women to well wrestle each other and be the main event in WrestleMania. I mean, that's talked about a lot, but it's still just because I've seen a whole lot of, like, negative feedback from it, too. And I'm just, like, I'm over here crying and falling on my knees. I'm, like, this is, like, important, not just for, like, kids, for, like, adults, too. Like, we grew up, we didn't see this, let alone see a Black woman in the main event spot. So I'm, like, this is important. This is monumental. And it's just the fact that people were still, like, no matter what, just, like, so negative about it. And I'm not, and I'm not going to say it's just the other people. It's black people too that are just like so negative towards other black people. I'm like, but you cry and complain constantly. We want to see more black. We want to see more black women, especially the black women. And then we get that, and then you're complaining about it. Or same like Bianca Belair going to WrestleMania again. So many people turning their backs on her. Like, oh, well she's. She's green, so that's why she's getting this push. I'm like, no, Bianca worked her she worked her ass off to get where she is. And so many other black women have paved the way just for the black women we have today, just to be where they are in the spots that they are. So like I will agree that I do I do kind of like the representation we are getting, but at the same time, like it should be more. It, it honestly should be more just aside from Bianca and and Sasha like Naomi has been there over 10 years and she's just now getting back into that spotlight I don't like her storyline but she's just now getting back in that spotlight there are people all, always on Jay Cargill too just about her body and oh she don't deserve this and just like that's the reason why I don't really tune in AEW like as frequently anymore. I'm like, cause every time I tune in, I'm like, we see the same two women, and then the rest of the black women are on AEW Dark on YouTube. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I just want, I, mean, I want more. Like, I feel like we need, we need more, and I want more, and I want better for like the black women in the company as well. That's, that's just what we need. I hear um, you, and you know. Talking about Black women in the company, we just had one exit with her husband, Randy Rhodes. Um, and, uh, oh, 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 we got a thorn alert. It is not from me. Go ahead, Mika. Let me tell y'all something. Randy Rhodes literally embarrassed what it is to be a Black woman in wrestling with the things that were allowed to be said and for you to feel like you need to justify yourself by calling yourself a black bitch on TV. Oh, well, you got a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. What is that doing for us? And then you allow the company to sell black bitch 
Randy Rose, uh, Brandy Rhodes t-shirt and your husband over here acting like he ended damn racism with one damn uh, promo and having a, a, a mixed child. Like, no ma'am, Brandy, you're not doing enough. You've never done enough. You've never given enough. You haven't. Not to black women. So do not sit here and act as if you are holier than thou. You were in the position as a vice president of that company to make a change. And instead, you sat on TV and you embarrassed yourself and you made a character of black women. And for that, I will never forgive Brandy Rhodes because we deserve better and she deserved better. There was nothing empowering about any damn thing that she did while she was at AEW. You were embarrassing us more than anything. And you need to be held accountable. And that's why the rumors are saying, if you do come back to WWE, you can't, well, you can't. Your husband can come, but you can't. You know why? Because you're not marketable. Because black women don't relate to you. We don't have anything for you. And then you make caricatures of us on TV and wonder why we're not on your side. Then you want to write a seven-page long Instagram post about what community you identify with. Girl, hush. We don't care. We don't care. So I hope that you do better for yourself. And as a representation of Black women and as a Black woman that with that high position in that company, I hope that you do better. But you disappointed me. And I know a lot of other Black women who are wrestling I'm done. Ooh. And then that made me think that one little comment she made from that whatever the TV show they had, I didn't watch it. But she was talking about how she was honored to be the first black woman in the Rose family. I said, hold on. Hold, hold on. That's not something you should be proud of and not something you should be broadcasting like that's right. some major accomplishment. Why are you happy to be the only black person in this family and then you're broadcasting that and then on top of what you were doing, like the whole black bitch thing, I was like, no, I can't. She, she don't need to be in no ring. She don't need to be on the TV. None of that. I can't. You know she... what? For me, honestly, Brandy, when I first saw her in NXT, I mean, she was green. I was like, you know what? It is just time for you to do what you know what to do. I think she tried to force wrestling so much because she was married to a wrestler that it just did not come across. Um, character development was never there. Just like you said, her calling herself a black bitch. I was like, Ugh. and especially that last segment she had, I was like, stop, stop, stop. You're not helping yourself at all. Brandy, stop. It was just, it was horrifying. I was like, what is happening? This projection of societal issues that we as Black women have being played out in the ring is really, really, really bugging the shit out of me because literally, literally, we are fighting behind the scenes and then we got to fight also in our jobs. We do that every day. And the stereotype of us having to be strong Black women, both mentally, physically, emotionally, it's taking its toll. And Brandy did not help that at all for me, at all. And watching that show, because I did watch it, I wanted to see if she'll actually be real to herself on this show, but of course not. Um, I think <laughs> her mother-in-law and sister-in-law have every right not to like her, have every right, because she still wasn't true to herself. When you're, when you're not authentic to yourself, People see that. They smell the fakeness from a mile away. And we smelled it through the camera. She ain't real to herself. She don't know herself. So Brandy, please take the time to heal. Please take the time to reflect. Take the time to read some history. But not the ones in, in the school that your school gave you. Don't read that history book. Go to the library and dig deep. Find Black authors. Find your heritage because it's not being shown to you. Or if it is, you've ignored it. But at the time, right now, now that you're not on TV and you're not distracted by all of this, take the time. Take the time to discover who you are as a Black woman. And love her, because it seems like you don't love her. Just just, just my advice. So, and your husband I'll, didn't end racism. I'm just going to say that. He didn't I end swore, racism. He swore he did with that promo. Because, he didn't uh, do it, sir. Sorry. 
yeah, no, no, not my baby. And it was nice for ratings for the people in the audience, but we didn't, we didn't. I was like, I ain't, I ain't care for it. I'm like, that's nice. You guys created a baby. That's awesome. Well, great for you guys, but what? Not doing nothing for me. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) whoo! I mean, the state listeners. You guys know how I feel about Naomi. And for me, I, I, uh, I'm i tired of, of them throwing her into tag teams. I'm tired of them giving her her shot, but having her lose. I'm tired of them just downplaying her with hashtag fuck that jacket. That storyline just... That storyline... It's been. I need a drink. <laughs> it's, it's been, been disrespectful, though. It's been so disrespectful. long. So and I'll say this: you have felt the need to attempt to make Naomi marketable by pairing her with white people, while Naomi is one of your top-grossing social media phenomena in that company. On top of that, how dare you disrespect over. her? How dare you disrespect her by thinking that she needs to put Lana on her back? Mm. How dare you disrespect her by thinking Woo. that she needs to be saved by Zia Lee? How dare you disrespect her with the whole storyline of Sonya Deville hating this woman and we don't even know why. It's been going on since August. Everything you said wasn't true. Everything you said wasn't true. So for me, and I actually wrote an open letter about this on uh, Women's Wrestling Talk, and Naomi actually saw it. We have a hashtag over there. We ride for Naomi. Because at this point, we are sick of it. We are sick of y'all trying to convince her that she is mid. She has never been mid. Y'all tried to screw her out of her identity on Total Divas. Y'all gave her hell about having a glow title. Like that wouldn't have been the number one damn selling title ever. I'd have bought that thing. You can put it on there right now and I'll buy it. You tried to tell her her hair was unacceptable. We're sick of this. We're sick of this because you turn around and in the same breath bite your tongue screaming that she's one of the most athletic women on your roster. Stop the disrespect. Because without that feel the glow entrance, a lot of your white fans wouldn't be tuning in. Let's call a spade a spade. They like the glow. And they be feeling it, baby. They be they be fist pumping harder than us. They so sure do. It's like <laughs> stop the stop the cap WWE creative. Stop right. it. Right. Stop it. You, Ooh, I don't want to say this because it's going to be a little disrespectful. But you can push our husband with all his DWIs. But you can't push us. Oh. Okay. I just want to know. I just have. Come outside. I just want to talk. Come outside. Come outside. Come outside. Take a step outside. It ain't going to hurt you. It ain't going to hurt you. Mimi, how about that? Yes. Catch me outside. Oh my God. You know what? You saying nothing but a word, Mika. Like literally pushing Jimmy and he got a belt. The same they, week. He had just got out of jail. The same week. He was he was in jail, was on SmackDown the next day, and then got the title within what? The same like literally the same week. Yep. But yep. Naomi losing these Championship opportunity matches. She has not held the title since 2018. Your first African-American SmackDown Women's Champion has not held the title since 2018. But they don't have no problem putting the belt on Sasha, on Charlotte, on Ronda, everybody else. But Naomi, who actually does deserve that belt, they won't put it on her. Every day. Every day. I hate to say it, Sasha, because it is Queen's Day. Queen's month, but that bitch take time more time off than I. Where's Sasha? Every time I turn around, where's Sasha? Where's Sasha? She's a part timer. She's a part timer. 
So I can do a little file match and disappear for three months and then it's the boss is back. Like, Naomi and Derek. Just, Put your own one and the three and not the two and the four. Girl, find that happy beat and get on me with that intro music. Stop it. Stop it. We are not impressed. Girl. Damn it. Sasha, I love you. Find the beat, sister. Find the beat. Oh, my God. You know what? Everyone was excited when she came back up or was it Royal Rumble? No, they even brought her back the Friday before Royal Rumble. Yeah. Isn't Royal Rumble supposed to be the night of surprises? Shouldn't she have came back at Royal Rumble rather than the SmackDown before Royal Rumble? I was very I like I would have been surprised, but at the same time, like, well, like she leaving uh, return every three months. So I'm like, but but let me let me. I'm not gonna say switch sides real quick, but let me point something else out. Why is it that your final moments in the match? Involved horse women, but Sasha was eliminated fifth. Why is there a moment that happens with horse women when you're a na- inaugural tag women's champions? One half of those was Sasha Banks. Stop disrespecting Mercedes as well because you give her half ass treatment. You push her when you want to push her, you want her when you want her, and when you don't want her. You make her come out first in the Royal Rumble and be out by number five. Or you make her the head of a team, a tag team, when they was doing the right right before maybe with Survivor Series or whatever, and have her get eliminated by her own teammate. Which one is it? Which one? Pick a side with Sasha. And I get it. You might be a little lukewarm with her because she's, you know, taking her time off as she pleases. But she's still a black woman. You need to respect her. Because there's no reason why Charlotte and Rhonda were in the last parts of the Rumble. And Sasha, as a horsewoman, who put on one of the best match- women's matches ever, I'm sorry, matches ever, with that Hell in the Cell, where she put that, uh, took that damn, what you call it, on the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't in the final moments of that match. It's disrespectful to her and her legacy, honestly. Yeah. Especially when you gave us Ronda Rousey. Who does the second I heard music her music, music, my nose turned up. I was ready to turn it off. I was like, they can my husband thought I was going to actually like turn inside out because I was so upset. You do women's division. You give us nothing. You give us nothing. nothing. You know who made you likable? <laughs> Naomi, a black woman. When you cut okay. the promo to her. Like, come on. Like, even the whole, like, Naomi, should, honestly, Naomi should have been the one to win. Because she was there. She had the loudest pop. The crowd was behind her the most. Like, it was there. And you want to give it to Rhonda. But Naomi is literally right there. So, like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, she's right there. She deserved that. And that was her. That should have been her win. Should be her at WrestleMania. Not in some stupid tag match with Sonya and Charlotte. Oh my God. The the Ooh, treatment boy. of us, the treatment of us, right? Of us in this industry. Uh, Mika, like you said, takes a, it, it, I, I can't even talk because literally it's just so frustrating that we have to keep climbing this this mountain, this battle of we matter. Black women wrestlers and fans matter give us what we want i'm gonna have a batista moment give me what i want give me what i want give me what i want from jade swole sasha bianca lash legend Ooh, b fab the way they Fab-4, did oh baby. my god oh, Ooh, the way they did her was so dirty and then you turned around and gave us nikita lyons how dare you Thank you. I don't watch NXT for that reason. Because I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? What is this? And no, Bianca, I mean, not Bianca, but B-Fab was not stellar in the ring. No, she wasn't. No. She was an individual. She brought something. Hit Row brought something. Whether you liked them or not, whether they were too black for you or not, they contributed something. Yes. And you cut her, found a thick white girl, and let her cut vignettes 
of her music for weeks. And she debuted it. Now all I see is pictures of her doing the splits on this lady chest and everybody talking about how fine she is. But when Jay Carson would do a split on somebody, y'all got a problem. I just again, I just got some questions. I just want to talk. I know how you girls like to fight. I just want to talk. I know how you girls like to tussle, but I just got a couple questions. Just a couple questions. I just want to talk. You just a few, you know. Um, my God, I. I love, I'm loving this conversation because it's like, how often should we all get together and just use our voices and just speak on this? Because it is a niche, right? Yes, we have our podcast, but how important it, important is it to you ladies to constantly talk on this topic? We have to keep talking about it because that's how it's going to get attention, right? So for me, what I would love to see or hear really is how do you rank your top five wrestlers? Let's see. Let's go first. How do you rank Jade on a scale from one to five? One being nah, five being give her her flowers. I give Jade a five off the bat. She She's a five for me. She's green. She has it. And what what she is getting on AEW, she deserves it. So I give her a five, like off the bat. I'm gonna say give her her flowers, and this is why. Girl, we're not nice on here. Like, um, no, no white women on your roster can do what she did. Mm-hmm. None of them. Not Britt. Not Ruby. Definitely. Not not even your Joshi wrestlers. They could not do what she did. Will she do more? Absolutely. And she deserves to do more and she will continue to grow. Like I said, she's been training with Brian Danielson. You know, she her match this week was visibly better, you know, with the bunny. Um, but <laughs> 26 and 0? Your inaugural PBS champion. With her baby ringside every mm-hmm. match. You give that girl her damn flowers every time you can. And if you ain't got no flowers, run over to the Whole Foods and get you some and come back. Don't bring your ass over here empty-handed. Don't do that. Don't bring the you can even go pull, pull some out your garden, too, if you, do, if you, you, you can't to. get them. Whatever you right. need to do. Give her the flowers right now. And she's getting better. Every time I see her in the ring, she's getting better. She's improving. Yes, give her her flowers immediately. Yes. And, you know, I, I've been a bitch in the past um, today because I, I wasn't feeling the wig. But then the guys explained to me it was a cosplay thing, Storm. I was like, okay, you know, but the edges didn't have to be laid so hard. That's that's all I was saying. Oh. <laughs> that's preference, right? Yeah. It had nothing on her talent. But right. for my reading, I'm going to give her a five because she's putting in that work. She putting in that work. So Jade, I see you, girl. Don't don't mind me. I, I you know, I'm just being me. But girl, do your thing. And I love the new wig. I love the new color. Yes, meant money, Jade money. Yes, yes, bring it. Uh, I call her uh, green like money, but I still went over your face. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So Mika, give me your rating for Sasha Banks. Mercedes. Um, <laughs> so my rating for Sasha has to be two things. And I, I, I have to be the difficult one. I'm sorry. Her legacy is a five. Sasha was in she was an integral part of the revolution. The four horsewomen starting down in NXT did things that no one was looking for women to she put her job on the line a couple of times. One time in that sale with Charlotte, or in that match with Charlotte, um, to say we can do what they can do. Let us, right? And she's done that. As of recently, I would have to say a four 
And the reason why I give her a four is because me, it's obvious her heart is not here right now. I don't know if there's conflict or if there's personal things at home, which it, all of that is valid. I'm not saying that she's wrong for her head not being in the game, but you can tell that there is a little disconnect. The legit boss is not giving, she's not firing on all cylinders like she normally is. And I pray that it's nothing negative going on in her life and it's just her trying to figure out where she wants to be because she's still young. She's got Hollywood beating down her door. You know, she's got a lot of things going on. So I know there's there's big things that she's probably making decisions about along with taking care of her, you know, her brother who has issues and things like that. So I know there's a lot on her. But as of recently, she has become more part-time than our part-time. And that's the only reason why I have to give her a four currently. But her legacy is absolutely a five and she deserves every flower that she gets. What about you, Naja? So I'll agree legacy-wise, she's a five. Just she set, I'ma just say she set the standard and the tone for a lot of like first time things especially as a black woman just how fast she elevated and got over and she's in the top spot i'm gonna give her that just she was the first in the first hell in the cell inaugural tag team champ like i've never i mean i won't say i've never seen a bad sasha back but all of her first time matches always been like good i'm like i'm not gonna say i've never seen a bad match but yeah her legacy in its own she put like sasha's already going down as a Hall of Famer at only, what, she's 30 now, I think? She's already going down in the Hall of Fame just from her legacy alone. So her legacy is a five. But her overall, this is, I'm also going to agree. I think she's just, I think she's ready to step away from WWE. Because you can see the disconnect just every time she comes back. Like, yeah, you're happy to see your fans. You're happy to get the interactions. But Match-wise, you do see the disconnect, and I honestly think she's just ready to just retire and go, and maybe there's something going on, and they're like, no, stay, you're you're boosting the ratings, people love you. That's all. I just think, in my opinion, she's ready to go. So for her, I'm going to give her maybe like a three, four, I'm going to say a three. Just for right now, just, yeah, because her disconnect is really obvious, and you can feel that. I'm like, she doesn't look as happy to be there as she was like when she first came back from her own like mental health issues years back so yeah i'm gonna give her a three for that but a five for her legacy and i agree with everything you ladies just said um you know when someone's checked out and she's checked out she's just there for the check because she needs it for whatever she's going through she needs the money for it uh for me Currently, I agree a three because we want to root for you. But if we don't feel that passion, that fire in you no more, girl, it's going to be very hard for us to get behind you. And um, I know she's trying to boost herself up with like the um, the gear, you know, the new gear changes, all the accessories and just trying to push that persona of the boss. But right now she's looking like the janitor of the company. She she just she just there to get her check and go home. And that's sad to say. I give her her kudos because I I deal with mental mental health issues. We all do in some capacity, right? Um and so I hope she finds her passion again. I hope she finds her joy. I hope she finds her peace cuz she she has she lost it sometime around where are we in 2022 right now. Sometime around 2000 and 15 I want to say she 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 started to lose it and um I hope she's okay you know um we're going to do one more female wrestler and uh we we've already spoken on Naomi so I I'm not going to bring her up cuz I know we all feel like she's a five I want to bring up another wrestler that probably you guys are going to be like dang where she come up with her ooh I like it spicy Personal favorite, I had her on um, a couple episodes ago. 
I don't know if you know, Naja, you probably won't know who she is, but I recommend you look her up. Ruthless Lala. How do y'all rate her? If if you've seen her work. I've never seen her. I have heard her name. I've never seen her work. So I can't like honestly like read her. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to look into it now. So we'll give her her flowers just by yeah, default. I'm going to give her her flowers because you're a black woman. <laughs> I'm giving you your flowers anyway. So yes. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Mika? Um, I'm going to abstain. Um, not a problem not a problem i mean our indies women's circuit right um how much respect y'all think they are getting out there because the mainstream is the mainstream we all know the women in the mainstream promotion but in the indie circuit how much draw do you think they're getting attention that they're bringing um, I guess I'll go. I mean, I'll, I'll go there because I know we talked a little bit about about it earlier, and mm-hmm. Naja's still working her way yeah, into I'm the. Yeah, I'm still like learning this. Um, <laughs> I hate to give AEW credit. This is gonna pain me to mm-hmm. say, but what I will say is AEW recently has been essential with getting our indie girls, even if it's on dark. Even if it's on evolution, if you are elevation, if yeah. you watch, you will see a lot of your favorites. A lot of the women that they, I mean, AQA, they just they just signed her. She was killing the indies. I think the indies right now have to bow down to what the women are doing because. On the indie scene, a lot of them are the reason why people are coming. Let's be clear. I just went to a new promotion, um, Black on Four Sides in Dallas. Jarbertier sponsored it. Um, I think Pretty Hills was there. Uh, Shane Taylor was there. We were kind of all just hanging out. It was the first all-Black show ever. It was wrestling and music. The main event was Trisha Dora and Janae Kai. And I'll tell you why. Who doesn't know? These indie women are making more of a name for themselves right now than the men. They are the household Mm -hmm. name. And they deserve it because they are working their asses off at these shows, getting paid pennies, dealing with the sexual harassment, dealing with the abuse, dealing with the the janky-ass comments, dealing with the disrespectful-ass fans because I am an indie fan and I have seen how fans treat black women on the indies. Even black women in mainstream, I was at Hard to Kill and the family that we were sitting beside was calling Tasha Steeles a nappy-headed bitch. No. They are fighting literally for their lives every time they go and wrestle. So I think the Indies are finally realizing we would not be here without their dedication. We would not be here without them kicking their asses every day to put us on the map because they, one thing about black black women is we will give people their flowers. Wherever we came from, you will know. So these girls are not quiet. Danny B is not quiet. Willow Nightingale is not quite quiet. Big Swole's back on the Indies now. Not quiet. Amber Rodriguez, not quiet. We're not quiet. We're making noise and we're going to continue to make noise. And honestly, right now, for Black women in the Indies, it's such a beautiful time because they're having their own shows. They're having their own, they're starting their own promotions. They're doing things that we never would have done. And it's all because people, we are supporting them. So I give them all of their flowers right now because it has never been like it was. We were at the point where there could only be one black woman on on the roster. And if you were brought in, you weren't fighting for the top spot. You were fighting for the only spot. Right. We're not there anymore. So I give kudos to all those women because they put in that work to change the face of the end. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Man, shit. If I didn't just turn 35, I'll get my ass in the ring. I'm like, I want, I want to go. Tootie Lynn already said she'll, uh, she'll train me. I'll just think. Right. I, no, I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. No. I'd break my toe or something stepping in. I'll be a spectator and I will um, gladly, like you said, Mika, give all of them their flowers. And um, I, I've loved having you guys on with me. This has been a great episode. If there's a subject or any last words you guys want to say, I'm going to give you guys the floor because I can't think of nothing. I've been hitting this cup too much. Um, <laughs> I, I was real with y'all. I said, I, I'm, I'm going to lose my words. Um, I'm going to give y'all free reign. It's my episode, but you are my guest. Go ahead and say what you need to say. Naja, I'm letting you go first because I just had my whole rant about the ending. Um shoot, let me think because this drink kind of hit me too a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely I definitely need to get like I'm starting to like I know a couple of the black women in the indie scenes, but I need to like branch out a little more especially like where I am there's so many like shows going on I'm just like I never go like no I need to actually branch out I need to enjoy the indie scene as much as I enjoy the mainstream like for instance like Holly Dead I love Holly Dead that's that's my girl that's my favorite I love her but definitely indie scenes I need to get more on you know if you ever want another guest you know just to rant about anything I'm here. We can rant together. I love. Yes. But I had so much fun. I'm glad I was invited on. Yay, Naja. We're definitely going to do this again. What about you, Mika? Um, a few quick bullets and then a little longer bullet. Quick bullet, Bianca Belair, start posting your ring gear on your stories and on your Instagram so that we can see it. You work your ass off to make that gear at home and we want the damn pictures. Okay? So post them. We love you. Even post. her YouTube channel, she don't even post like I want to see like she posted like special gears. No, I want to see you make all your gears. Put them weekly gears yeah, on there. Gears weekly. I want to see that. Like that's so impressive. You make your own gear in a week, and you wow. never wear the same gear twice a day. Twice. So like I want to see more of that. Give Girl. us the photos. Give us the yes. photos. Bel Air, you uh, need to stay fresh. Bring bring it to us, please. Yes, record the that. process. Give, the Give the people what they want. Um, yes. Also, stop tying Naomi to these white women. She don't need them. Um, but the longer bullet is this, and this is more to the fans and the ones of us that love wrestling. We have to rededicate ourselves to the craft that we say we love. Even if you are just a fan. Even if you have a podcast. Even if you're an interviewer even if you're a writer, whatever it is that you do. Right now, we are on the cusp of a complete Black renaissance. And I would hate for you to be the one that missed it because you were half-assed supporting the community. There is room for all of us. You know how we know? Because it's room for all them white people at the there's not a competition. It is not about who's better. You know what it's about? It's about progressing us. If you love us, support us. And that's not just financially. Your time is just as valuable. Go to your indie show. Find out who's wrestling. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on Instagram. Buy a t-shirt. Not from pro wrestling you know, do something. Do something. Because when it takes off and everyone wants to grab the coattails and just touch the hem of the garment of where black wrestling is going, you're going to get your ass shook off because you should have been here the whole time. So, like, honestly and for real, for real, not just the black wrestlers, your black writers, your black podcast hosts, your black content creators, your black backstage interviewers, your black referees, your black, you know, commentators, 
support these people because we are all trying to do the same thing and that's put us on the map and remind them that we drive their dollar and we can't do that without you. So, if you love us. I love that. I loved it. Mika. Oh, girl, keep talking to me, girl. That just. Please. I listen to you all day. Oh, my God. I was like, just. Yeah, she waited. Just ooh, that was juicy. Ooh, yes, yes. I know. Yes. I was like, I don't yes. want to interrupt. I'm like, no, keep going. Okay. I'm like, this ain't my show no more. Mika, don't took like, over. Go, go, girl. Girl. I just listen. I'm here for you. It is your be day. Do it like it's your be day, baby. Yes. yes. We're here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what? This is not going to be the only queen show. Okay, I might just take over. How many times I want shit? Yeah, um, take over. It's your show now. Right. It's your show now. Yes, yes. You know, so um, ladies, let me give one final uh it pro quo. See, okay. You know what? I know the guys are gonna laugh at me about this, but listeners, y'all have heard me articulate my thoughts and opinions um about wrestling, about what's going on, whatever, and what each episode that we're on, if I'm on. But for me, I need our wrestlers to show up. I mean, not our wrestlers. See, girls, Hennessy is dangerous. I need our listeners to show up, okay? Just like Mika said, your time is valuable. Show up. Let us know that you hear us. It's important because we are taking our time to share our love of this sport with you. Let us know that you support. Click, follow, subscribe, leave us a comment, tip for tat. Let us know something we said was funny or offensive. I don't care. Just let us know that you are there and showing support because it's going to make us go harder. It's going to make us show up because there's times where I don't want to get on this podcast, to be frank, to be frank with you. I would just rather sit on the couch and watch the show in peace. But because we felt as a podcast, as Ringside Mayhem, we got to open up and speak our mind about the show and the sport that we love. But we need to know that our audience is listening. And as an all-Black podcast, we have said it enough. Black wrestling draws. Black women's wrestling draws, okay? And that's not the draws you wear. It's the draws, the eyes, the attention, everything. So we need y'all to step up. Just like Mika said, your time is valuable. Your attention is valuable. Show up because we show up for y'all. We're not getting paid for this. Not yet anyway, but we want to. We will eventually. We 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 will eventually. Exactly. And when, like Mika said, (laughs) when that time comes and then all of a sudden you want to be like, oh, Rick's up, man. Yeah, that's cool. Ah." I'm going to be like, where was you? Who are you at the beginning? Who are you? Oh, okay, that's nice. You know, I'll be like, that's nice. Nice to meet you. I'll still be cordial. But if I know that you have been true to this since day one, oh, you're going to get all this love. All this love for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't pick and choose. So I have been on a journey of self-discovery, of self-love, of reflection. And what has stood out to me the most is my voice matters. My voice matters. My opinion matters. Our opinion matters. So ladies, continue to do what you do. Continue to speak on the matters that need to be spoken about. Continue to show your passion. Continue to show your intellect, okay? Because we are smart, beautiful, intelligent women that have something to say. And with that said, thank you so much for spending my birthday with me. Thank you so much for taking a drink with me. Yes, thank you, thank you. Let's raise our cups, ladies. It's been a wonderful night. And uh yeah. Well, you'll hear from the guys next episode. I don't know if I'll be on. I need some time off. Y'all don't drain me this month. Okay. <laughs> I need a day off. Okay. You so, need a break. You deserve it. Thank you, thank you. But again, um, we are gonna have one more special interview coming up, so make sure you tune in and join the mayhem movement. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, 
hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or, you know, go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at SSAW and we'll see you there.